it's Amelia Rose and welcome to C'est La Me. Hi, so I am recording this on a Monday morning and I was actually just working on a paper and I noticed, I was thinking, oh gosh, like I don't have an episode for this week and I normally record on the weekends and so I was just kind of like, I guess thinking that I had recorded this weekend but I had a very busy weekend so I didn't and then I was thinking, all right, so I'm working, I'm trying to work on this paper right now. It's not due for several weeks but like when else can I record? And I was like, yeah, this is your only window to record so uh yeah just go ahead and record and then you can work on your paper later so I'm glad it's not due for a couple of weeks um but yeah I am really excited to record this episode but before we get into it I want to update y'all on some stuff that I was talking about last episode so I was talking about my sisters and I going to try this gym it went really well I liked the gym but then you know obviously I looked more into the membership plans thinking like oh I might get a gym membership here and then it was like you know, less is offered in a certain tier that I wanted. So it was a little bit like, oh, okay, so I probably won't get a gym membership here because it was like, oh, like obviously they're going to hype up all of their stuff on their most expensive tier to make you try and like pay more money for it. But um, yeah, I might get a membership there still, but I might not. Also the way you have to pay, I just wish that gyms would let you pay like per month, but a lot of times they won't. They'll let you like pay like $50 up front and then they'll pay the monthly thing and then you have like an annual fee of like 40 bucks and you're just kind of like this is a lot more expensive than you said it was which I mean gets people looking at it so I liked the gym overall they had a lot of equipment I liked it was like a really long gym it was a big gym but it was like this really long like hallway area and I really like that because I don't like to be like the center of attention when I'm working out or anything I don't I like that people on the opposite end of the gym couldn't see me working out, you know, uh, the gym that my sisters belong to, it is smaller, but it's also, like, more of, like, a square, so everyone can kind of see, like, what is going on in all areas of the gym, and that's fine, but I don't, like, love that, so it was a nice gym, might join, might not, who knows, but it was nice to go and work out a little bit. Uh, we also went graduation dress shopping, and that was kind of semi-successful, but kind of not that successful, (laughs) um yeah I bought a dress for something else and uh I mean I need to buy a dress for it but um I did not get a graduation dress which is totally fine I've got time I did buy my graduation cap topper um we'll see if I like it I it looked really good online so I bought it I did the quote I'm doing better than I ever was from call it what you want by Taylor Swift I thought that that kind of encapsulated you know like where I am versus where I was as a freshman just being like really confused realizing music wasn't for me and just like oh trying to find my path and to an extent yes this week has been very anxiety inducing just because I felt like I felt real anxiety about like what I'm gonna do after graduation this week don't know why it's just hitting me but like I was like oh my gosh what am I gonna do so there is that but I feel as a whole I feel like I I'm doing way better than I was as a freshman, and it's just kind of a nice way to end college, so I got that one. We'll see how I like it. It it looked cute. It looked cute. I think I might add some sparkle to it, (laughs) but yeah, I really liked it. All right, so today's episode is a typical day in my life as the editor-in-chief of the student newspaper at my university, and I honestly like have been pushing this episode back and I was thinking this is really different from what I've been doing should I do it should I not whatever so while I have been I had it scheduled for like a few weeks ago and then I kept pushing it back and pushing it back and I finally decided yeah okay I'll do it this 
this week. Um, and on Saturday, when I was actually out graduation dress shopping, I got a text and my university, we'd all entered our stuff. So the magazine and the newspaper had entered our content and our writers and all that stuff um, to the Southeastern Journalism Conference. So that judges a lot of universities across the Southeast. And so we'd entered that stuff a while ago and we were supposed to go to the conference in February, I think. And then they canceled it for some reason. But on Saturday, they held like the virtual thing on YouTube, I guess. And so they announced the winners there. And it's kind of providential that I held this episode back so that this could happen. But I actually got fourth place for best news writer and fourth place for special event reporter, I believe. I got those right. So that's exciting. I didn't expect a place. So I'm excited that I did, you know. And this conference has like, you know, 10th place and like all that stuff. So it's really, really cool to place in the Southeastern Journalism Conference. Also, our website got, um, because we're website only, but um, our website got number eight out of 30 entries for best college news sites. So yeah, I am really excited. So kind of providential that this episode's happening now. I'm really excited. Also, our feature editor got third place. Uh, So yeah, I'm just very excited about that. That has been really cool. And leaving the college newspaper has been like one of the best things that I've gotten to do in my time at university. So I'm going to be telling you a little bit about my schedule, but I'm also going to be telling you some tips on how you can prepare yourself for a role at your college um, newspaper, post-grad as like a reporter, journalist, writer, whatever. I'm not a journalist, reporter, writer, or anything like professionally, but um, it's a, it's a lot of fun doing student media, so I really hope that you enjoy this episode. So I am actually going to start out, it's going to be full week, but I'm starting out on Tuesday since that is one of my busiest um, days. So Tuesday, here are the things that I do. I add to this calendar in Google Drive. So we use a lot of Google Drive, Google um, document stuff like that. So I created this calendar for the semester and I keep adding to it every day um, for the events that are happening so that we can just look at the calendar and see what's going on. So we get these daily emails. I'm not sure every college does, but I kind of feel like they kind of do. Uh, we get daily emails where student organizations send alerts about events to the student body, also just general like stuff. Um, so I always look at that. I add to the calendar on Tuesdays in Google Drive and just kind of like try and refresh it so that we do a lot of event coverage. So uh, whenever we meet, we get um, to look at the calendar and people get to say what they want to cover. I also brainstorm stories for that week, um, for the next week, and I just try and think, okay, what's going on as far as events, what's going on as far as people, and what's going on as far as news. So if there's anything students are talking about, I'll kind of like try and, you know, think, okay, how can that be a story, and how can we report on what students are talking about? So I will just kind of like brainstorm and just think what I've been hearing this week and what has been going on, and just do that. Um, And then... Tuesday night, we have our meeting. Uh, We have our meetings in the evenings. So I will send out a reminder on our group meeting uh, chat beforehand, just being like, hey, y'all, like we're meeting. I don't do this every week because I figured that, you know, it's, it's, what is it? It's week 12 of the semester and I think we have like 16 weeks. That's nuts. But anyway, we'll get into that later. Um, I don't need to send a reminder every week, but sometimes I will just if I'm thinking about it. But if I forget or I'm not like, doing it. It's not the end of the world. I just do want to say like, hey, we're having our meeting. We're always recruiting new people. So I do want to make sure that everyone is just kind of like, you know, in there and um, getting all the stuff and just aware that we're meeting. 
Uh, and then we have our meeting and it's great and I assign the stories and have people look at our calendar and the Google Drive and all of that. So uh, yeah, and then I will schedule stories to go out for the next day. So I get all my stories on Sunday night and then our publishing day is Wednesday. So let's get into Wednesday. So on Wednesday, I will publish the stories from the previous week. I always try and do it in the morning, kind of around like just kind of whenever, but like definitely around 8 to like 10, 11. Uh, that's kind of like the sweet spot of where I want our stories to be published. Um, so yeah, so I will publish stories for the previous week, make sure everything's all good, pictures are good, everyone has credits, you know, article by blah, photos by blah, you know, all of that. I will post the stories to Twitter. I have our account manager um, post on Instagram and submit all of the emails or, or the headlines to our daily email system that I was talking about before so that the entire student body will get a notification. It's like, here's the latest headlines and go ahead and read this. We wrote about this and all of that. That is our main way of promoting. I noticed a huge difference before we send that out, that email, and before that email is approved and sent out, and then after. Like, it's like everyone knows, like, hey, we got this uh, email and, like, we're looking at the headlines. So, I, I can tell a huge difference. So, that is kind of, like, one of my number one priorities of, like, promoting our stuff is, like, get it out to our email system. Uh, so, yeah, she handles Instagram. She's great. And uh, she also handles the email stuff. I handle Twitter. Um, yeah. And then I will start working on any stories that I'm having for that week. Uh, it can involve emailing anyone, calling for an interview. Uh, since I became editor-in-chief, I am not writing as much. Sometimes I will write, but a lot of times just kind of like getting, like balancing everyone, like recruiting-wise and balancing the staff that we already have. That can be enough um, in itself, and sometimes I will kind of like level off on writing. I did a lot more writing when I was the managing editor because I didn't have like a ton of stuff to like work on as far as like everybody else uh, because the editor-in-chief handled that, but now that I'm editor-in-chief, I do do a lot more of that stuff than I do writing, which is totally fine. I like it. I, it's nice to kind of like lead the newspaper and try and make it be as successful as it can be. So I really enjoy that. Uh, all right, next day, Thursday. So I will keep working on any stories. I will touch base with the writers and photographers, make sure that they have got all of their stuff. Usually on Wednesday or Thursday after the meetings, I will touch base with any of the people that we have who are working remotely. We do have people who come in person, but obviously there are some people who can't make the meeting times, and we have started allowing them to work remotely. Um, and so it is kind of a balance to try and meet with everyone in person and then touch base with like, I think we have maybe... I'm thinking around seven people who work remotely, and that can be a lot of, like, um, emailing and stuff or, like, texting. Uh, so I do have to remember to do that, and a lot of times it's because they have class. And so I have uh, said, like, do you want me to record the Zoom meeting? Uh, do you want me to, like, set up a Zoom and record it? And they're like, I'd rather you just tell me what you worked on. So I got to do that, and so that I normally handle that on Wednesday, but, you know, if I... Um, and running a little bit, like, if I'm a little bit busier, I will do it on Thursday and just kind of say, hey, what you want to work on? Like, can we get a photographer on that? Can we get a writer on that if you're a photographer? All of that stuff. I will check Twitter on Thursday, and I will email with potentially interested students on Thursday. We get some emails with people who are like, hey, I'm interested. Like, what is the student newspaper, and what do y'all do? What positions are open? Can I join? Like, 
give me more details. And so I will check all those emails on Thursday. I check them throughout the week, but Thursday is definitely a day where I'm like, you got to get it done and you got to do all that. So yeah, uh, next day, Friday. So I will finish on working on any stories that I have for the week. I will add events to the calendar. So I do check that every day, but I do have days where I just kind of like spurt and just do all the stuff all at once. So I will have several emails that I'll need to be checking to add events to the calendar. I will definitely check social media to make sure that, you know, we're not getting like, like comments are not blowing up or, you know, there's not anything that I need to be attentive to. Uh, and then I will also check to make sure that I haven't gotten any stories for the week. Usually on this day, I talk to writers and photographers, um, again, who need information about certain stories they're covering. This is normally when people text me and if they're running into any problems and just say, hey, I need this. I need, you know, who do I talk to? What do I do? And I kind of offer them some direction and some advice on what they need to do. So Friday is definitely a day where people are kind of like, you know, it's the weekend. So if they're doing anything that's super relevant to campus, uh, they're going to like Friday's kind of crunch time for them. So I do get texts and emails and stuff like, what do I do? And so I will kind of guide them and just kind of work with them on stories that they're covering and answer any questions. All right, on Saturday, I will wrap up any loose ends with writers and photographers again, and I will also check the stats for the website. So I love checking the stats for the website. Uh, normally by this time, our daily email system has approved our message and our email and headlines are all out there. So the stats are a little bit higher. So I really love doing that and just kind of seeing like, okay, like what story is getting the most traction? Do we need to do a follow-up? All of that. And some of the times... Uh, I'll cover events or I'll do something to write about for a column that I came up with on Saturday. So I came up with this column and it's basically a review column of activities or restaurants that people go to or try or something. And so I love that column. And so if I ever decide, okay, I'm going to do something and then I'm going to write it for that column specifically, I will probably go out and do that activity on a Saturday unless we go to an event that is held on campus and then I'll go to that event and cover it for that column so I'm really proud of that that's like my little baby um so <laughs> I'm really happy that I did that column it's a very very fun one but like I was talking about in one podcast that I did a pumpkin spice story where I went around and I tried all the bunches of different pumpkin spice lattes at the local coffee shops in our city and I did that on a Saturday with all of my sisters it was so fun and I wrote that for that column so very cool so I typically do that on Saturday if I am writing for that column on Sunday I will get stories from writers their deadline is 10 p.m on Sunday nights so they have a meeting on Tuesday night and then 10 p.m on Sunday night all the stories are due so I'll get them from writers I'll get photos from photographers and I will start editing those stories um, that writers submit at 10. Um, sometimes I'll do it Sunday night. Sometimes I'll wait till Monday morning. All right. So Monday morning, basically today, uh, what I have been doing today is I am adding to the calendar on Google drive, getting daily emails, you know, all of that, and just kind of trying to make sure we're up to date, make sure we've got all the calendar filled up. I will also check other websites like our athletics website or anything just to make sure that there's stuff going on that I know about. And then, different writers can pick it up and cover it. I will also brainstorm stories again for the next week. I will edit stories. This morning, I did a whole bunch of editing. I think Monday is basically my big editing day where I just sit down, 
and I just edit all the stories. I will leave comments in Google Doc. The way I edit is it depends on the writer because sometimes there are writers who are more advanced and they know all the stylistic stuff. So if I see something that's like maybe not right stylistically, like AP style wise, I will just correct it myself. But if I have a newer writer who does something not correct AP style wise, I will leave a comment and just say, just so you know, AP style says this, you know, and so I'll just try and teach them through my editing. A lot of times if I'm making a lot of edits to a story, I will, um, I never get stories that are like need ridiculous editing, but if I, if it's like a sensitive subject or it needs more attention or something, I will try to use the tool on Google Docs that I love, which is a suggestion tool. And so I'll leave a suggestion. Like basically it shows that, you know, if you deleted something, it'll mark through that sentence and then it'll, show what you added and it'll just say like you can accept that suggestion so it'll make the edits um or you can reject it so most of the times my writers will accept the suggestion like probably 99% of the time if they ever have a question about it I tell them like ask me and if you're not sure what I'm doing I'll explain it you know and it also depends on how much time I have sometimes I don't have enough time to be as careful with like the suggestion tool and show them what I'm doing and I'll just make the edits and then I'll just leave comments and just be like just so you know I did this you know and that's a little bit quicker than suggesting it suggesting it my goodness that's a hard word but that's all right um so yeah today I have done Mondays I have done a ton of editing on stories that I received I also contact writers and just say hey I just need to make sure that you got this story in or you know if I don't see something sometimes google drive takes a long time to load so they'll have submitted it but it like won't show up until like a couple hours later all of that stuff so I just tie up loose ends with that but a lot of the things that I do is editing yeah so that is my schedule for the whole week um went through that pretty fast but basically meetings on Tuesday nights everything submitted by Sunday night and on Monday I do a bunch of editing and I try to schedule the posts as I can a lot of times if I don't get like photos or something uh, I will have to schedule them on Tuesdays, but I like to schedule them in as much time as I can because I will check that off my list. All right, so that was the schedule part of the episode. So here comes the tips part of the episode. If you are interested in joining any branch of student media, but specifically magazine or newspaper, I highly suggest these tips. So my first tip is learn AP style. So there are so many YouTube videos out there that tell you the basics of AP style. Also get the AP style book and refer to it. A pet peeve of mine about the style book is that it's like really annoying because it expires I think every two years. So you have to keep buying one and it's just it but it really does help. It really really helps. Um so if you're not so sure about it, you can always look at that. Also AP style has a Twitter that is super super nice and just googling stuff can really help because a lot of times that twitter will come out and they'll be like hey just so you know it's daylight saving time not daylight savings time i actually just looked that up i was like all right just want to make sure everyone says daylight savings but i need to make sure that it's daylight saving or you know what it is and so i googled daylight saving um ap style and it came up and it was like saving not savings so i was like really excited about that because it was just really nice to just get that answer and then move on your day. So it is very important to learn AP style. A lot of times, you know, especially with magazine stuff, uh, the editorial like team will have, uh, there are certain ways that they like to do certain things. Like I think the editor in chief before me, um, or the, the one before the one before me, um, she really liked to have all the 
headlines just like in a sentence like the first letter was capitalized but the rest wasn't i really like to do the all the letters capitalized in a headline and so that's just like my style of doing that um but for newspaper definitely like ap style is pretty much just going to be like the key and then you know any like style stuff that like headlines do or something um the editors will teach you I will also say this is general guidance. It's not necessarily like a huge tip, but look for stories that need to be written and then write them. That is something that is very important. I did this with the Afghanistan pullout in August because we didn't have it on the schedule, but I really thought that we should. And it's not that I disagreed with anybody. We just didn't get to it, but I was like, this is very, very important. Um, I try and keep everything focused on campus, but I thought that it was just a very important story. Same with 9-11. We didn't have anyone scheduled to write a story about 9-11, so I ended up writing it, and I think it ended up being the first story about 9-11 that our campus newspaper has done, which is good, sad, but the case is that I looked for the stories that I thought needed to be written, and then I just wrote them without having to be like, hey, like getting approval necessarily. Of course, I was managing editor, so I did have a little bit like more leeway to do what I wanted, but um, I always ran it by my editor and was just like, hey, like, I think it would be a great idea to write on this, and I think that, like, we should. Um, can I write write this? And he was like, yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely decide to do that. Just basically do what needs to be done. Um, if you see, like, maybe, I don't know, like, your sports writer didn't cover something that was sports-related um, or didn't cover, like, a specific sports thing, but, like, you feel like it needs to be covered, don't just say, well, I'm not a sports writer. Just, like, do it, you know? Um, so, I think that that's the key to a really successful newspaper is people who are willing to just, like, do what needs to be done. Uh, second, I guess third tip is learn as much as possible you know, acknowledge your mistakes. I've done mistakes. I've made mistakes before with AP style and just like general mistakes of just like referencing things and, you know, just acknowledge them. It's fine. Learn from them. Try to be better. Always try to get more knowledge and information. And there are certain stories, you know, I've written a story about a lawsuit before and it was super dense and super like difficult, um, to do but I ran it by my faculty advisor and she really helped me. It was basically a project and not so much a story. It was just like this big project that took like all day and all weekend. Um, but by the end, I was super, super excited about it. And I was just like, I feel very, very proud. I didn't know certain things and how to respond to things. Like I was doing stuff in a list, you know, of all the things that this person was accused of um, in the lawsuits. And then my faculty advisor was like, it's going to be so much easier to read in bullet point form. Just do it in bullet points and bullet points. And it was true. It was so much easier to read. So just different things like that. Just learn as much as possible. Don't take corrections personally because really the goal of your faculty advisor and your editor and stuff is just to make you better. You know, it's to make you a better writer. Um, and a lot of times people are just really pressed for time. So they can't start off an email or an edit being like, hey, happy Monday. I hope you're doing really well. That is my default. I love to do that. I love to make it more personable. Um, but sometimes if you're editing like 10 stories, you can't do that. And so it's just kind of like, you gotta just take it in stride. It's not personal. And you know, as long as your editor's nice, it's, it's fine. You don't have to be like sunshine and rainbows all the time, but just learn from your mistakes and get as much information as possible. Also, third, fourth tip. Okay, so I have these numbered and they're like numbered weird, but that's why I keep saying third, second, 
fourth, you know, my fourth tip, don't get discouraged. When you're writing a story, you're on a high and you're really trying to be as timely and as informative and professional as possible. I love getting stuff out as quickly as I can with it also being super accurate and super well written. Um, but the editing process is really where things slow down and I would get so bummed. <laughs> like that lawsuit story, I was just like, oh my gosh, like why is this taking forever? But it ended up being like such a better story than it would have if I just like done it and then like not had anyone look at it. So it's just don't get bummed down. Don't get discouraged um, with the editing process. It can be really difficult. Um, and then having been on the other side of that, I'm very aware. I'm like, okay, like I got to be a quick editor. I don't want people to feel like now that we have publishing days, we didn't used to have a specific publishing day. We just kind of published as stuff came. I set a certain publishing day to give myself a little more structure and to give the staff a little more structure. But um, I was just like, yeah, I... I know that sometimes just getting stuff edited can be like so frustrating because you've written it and you're proud and then it's like hey here's these edits and it's just like hard so yeah and people are making changes to your writing and sometimes it's really not AP style changes um it's the way that things are worded that you didn't expect to be edited that can be really difficult so just don't get discouraged if you submit anything for editing and they change up some of the stuff that you've said not any of the stuff that you've said to make it like not true or anything but as far as like style and stuff there is a certain way that like news stories are um read that makes them more appealing and I always try and let the writers have as much voice as they can without it sounding like too sometimes writers will get like too grandiose with things and they'll just a little too fanciful and they can kind of do that with events and I don't mind as much but I definitely still want it to be a new story I want it to be accurate they can still you know evoke a certain feeling it's what you know news does but I also don't want it to be like you know this is the best event of the century like can you prove that <laughs> probably not so and none of my writers are really like that you know, ridiculous with it. But, um, yeah, I love my team. I love my writers, but, um, yeah. So I would definitely say don't get discouraged and, you know, ask questions. That's is my fifth tip. Ask questions. If you're not sure about stuff, ask questions. If you want to learn, like if you are interested in like what the editor-in-chief does and you're just interested because you're interested, just ask. Like I would literally sit down with someone and tell them all of this. Um, just if they were interested. I'd just be like, yeah, sure. Like, here's everything I do. Uh, so just, you know, if you're interested in climbing up the ladder, I guess, of student media, ask questions and kind of like observe what they do. And just, you know, I know that the student magazine, they do a lot of, you know, stylistic uh, design aspects. And if you're interested in that, be like, hey, can I kind of like sit in or something and just like see how you edit the magazine pages and like how you do that that would be great you know so don't be afraid to ask questions if you're very very interested in student media um but yeah I really hope you all enjoyed this episode and kind of enjoyed hearing about this part of my life I talk about it and mention it a lot but I've never really done a deep dive into what I do as editor-in-chief and it's super super fun I really enjoy it I have a meeting tomorrow with my staff and I'm really excited I'm going uh to tell them about the Southeastern Journalism Conference and uh I think I'm gonna 
maybe bring like cupcakes to the meeting. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I like to be like a good leader and celebrate the fun times and boost morale and all of that stuff. But um, yeah, if you have any questions for me, just feel free to send me an email or uh, respond to that Q&A thing on Spotify. And yeah, I will talk to you next week. Bye.